This episode is brought to you by Triggered 22 LLC, a veteran-owned apparel company. By purchasing a t-shirt, hat, or hoodie from Triggered 22, you're not only supporting a small business, but you're bringing awareness to veteran PTSD and suicide. Please help save the lives of those who fought for our freedoms. Visit Triggered22.com now and place your order. Let's help those suffering from invisible wounds. The the cows are going to start dropping their calves here in January and February, and that's that's like ringing the dinner bell for the coyotes. So, Welcome to the American Grown Podcast, hosted by Austin Sullivan. The American Grown Podcast will focus on people from different walks of life and their journey to where they are now. Now, turn up your volume and settle in for a great episode. Hi, I'm Austin Sullivan. This is the American Grown Podcast, recorded inside the ColorTech Creative Solutions Studios. Welcome back, Mike Safor and Lucas Stoner, marksmen at 717 Predator Control. Mike and Lucas, welcome to episode 57 of the American Grown Podcast. For those new listeners, Lucas and Mike are repeat guests. Lucas was on earlier this year, episode 38, where we talked about his business, Little Mountain Log Works. And Mike was on last year, episode 17, where we learned about uh, him selling the FIHO, a.k.a. Fredericksburg Eagle Hotel, to uh, Matt Funk. So if you'd like to hear more about these two gentlemen, go back and take a listen. So welcome back, guys. Glad I could get you both back here in the studio on the American Girl Podcast to talk about your outdoor adventures, hunting, and most recently, learn more about 717 Predator Control. First off, congratulations to Mikey for being elected as the township supervisor up in Bethel Township. And Lucas, since we last spoke, uh, he got married. So congratulations, guys. Um, you know, before we get too far along in this episode, I did want to, you know, shout out Mikey. He's a 23-year U.S. Army PA National Guard vet. So thank you for your service. And it's greatly appreciated. Now for the listeners, we interrupt this podcast. This is a first for me. I will be honest. <laughs> I forgot to press record. So the first 15 minutes of this podcast did not get recorded. Mike and Lucas, I sincerely apologize. But without further ado, enjoy the podcast. Just every single hunt is different. Every single hunt can unravel different. But what I see differently, you know, him and I set a goal this year. Come hell or high water, we're going to hit that goal. I think we feed off each other. Yeah. As in, you know, he pushes me a little bit here, and I push mm-hmm. him. Just like we just had a little bit of, you know, jousting going on there. You know, there's there's times where he's calling, and every time he touches a caller, something comes in. And then, you know, and I'm like, man, what the hell's going on here? So I'll listen to some podcasts, and I'll do whatever, you know, to try and – up my game so I can I can return the favor because what him and I did this year differently is we're we're taking turns. One will call, one will shoot, and one will back each other up. Yeah. So who's ever the shooter, the other one's the backup. So, you know, we're trying new things as I get is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying new things, trying new techniques and just taking chances. And it's paying off. Yeah. It is. That's huge, yeah. Yeah, so to back up just a little bit here, after I've gotten into 
now I've changed the game and going from spotlights to thermal. The first year I hunted thermal, I was I was the first person in this area that I know of to have thermal. I kind of was going out by myself, you know, doing it, and I and I I pretty much doubled, if not tripled, what I was killing, or hunting or putting down or whatever you want to say prior years by getting the thermal. Definitely more wow. encounters right. that you knew were there. Yeah. Because let me inject here just a second. Yeah. And then, yeah. So. I don't know if I said it or you said it, but when you're going out with 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 red lights, I never I never hunted with green because green's not my forte. Other than I can see green reticle better, so the red lights sometimes when you're beaming on them, mm-hmm. you see the animal and you see the eyes, but you got to guess which way they're turned. Oh, uh, their bodies. Which way yes. the body's going? Because yeah. you can see their eyes, but if you know. It's just sometimes you saw it a lot better than other times because you're you're relying on on light, it's, you know. And, and the thermal, you know which way they're turned, and you know which way they're looking, you know which way they're sniffing, you know which way their <laughs> right. head's at. It's just it's you're spot on. You're, you can yes. see everything they're doing. Yeah, yeah. You on. walk into a field. I mean, so, we. That didn't. I just wanted to help out there a little bit. The first year I got it, I mounted on the gun, um, went out, and like I said, I, I doubled possibly tripled what i was doing before prior to that and i started showing everybody I, you know my when i was when i first started out with the johnny stewart call my my grandfather family bought the call and me and my cousin used it um you know my dad and his dad we you know it was kind of a family call um that's what got us into it but then down years down the road you know 15 20 years later I'm I'm back into it. I decided to buy a thermal. It became legal in Pennsylvania. Put it on the gun. Went out. It's just crazy the amount of stuff that I'm seeing. What I'm killing. Um, just because you're not you, nothing knows you're there. You walk in the field. We have our monoculars. We're scanning the field. Well, there's a fox in the field already. We can you know we can see it 200 yards out with our monoculars. We're walking in. Yep. You hit the old mouse yeah. squeaker if it's already out there, and here the thing comes tearing in, and you and, and you don't even have to set the call up. But Mike and I started hunting together a number of years ago. We started turkey hunting together. So we had a lot of fun turkey hunting together. I started doing the thermal hunting game, and I said to Mike, I was like, man, you got to come with me one night and check this thing out. So I drug him out with me a night or two, and he checked it out, and after yeah. that he was hooked, and, and I... <laughs> Quite honestly, I created a monster here. So. It, it seems that way. It seems that way. You know, and uh, that's one of the questions I had was, how did you guys first meet, or what was your first hunt like? So you hunted turkey. Yeah, yeah. Was we it? Did, we did yeah. quite a for a bunch of years. We we started turkey hunting together. He he dragged me out, and we'd hunt his spots. And if those were dry, we'd go check mine out. And that's that's kind of how we started hunting together. We I mean we were friends before that, but. Mm-hmm. So now with all these these farms that you're you know you're covering, it's an addiction. it is it seems like it. Oh, it's well, look at all the gear you guys brought. I mean, it's amazing, you know. And, that's not and, half of it. Jesus Christ, that's not even half of it. And before you used to do it with like a flashlight and some saran wrap and a shotgun. Yeah. Oh my God, we hunted last yeah. year. We hunted first time together at the um, and we're gonna do it again, Mosquito Creek Coyote Hunt. That's up in uh, Clearfield County, outside of 
Frenchville. Yeah. Yep. So that's it's, up north, pretty good. No, it's in the middle of nowhere. But you don't have to. You you don't have to hunt there. Anywhere in PA. Yep. Yeah. So it's okay. a big deal. Yeah. I mean, no, it's it's the deal. So, real quick, you can take in three per person, three coyotes. Um, you can have four, five, six guys in your team. You can hunt them with dogs. You can hunt them with collars. You can hunt them with over bait. Oh wow! So that's I mean, it's it is legal to hunt them in PA over bait. Over bait, okay. So the game commission's there. They have biologists there to take to make sure that you're not only bringing in a valid coyote but you're also shooting it and not freezing it and not trapping it you know it's like i said it's a big deal big deal yeah so they give prizes for the heaviest first second and third heaviest and the heaviest female and how big can they get like how heavy uh, 80 pounds 120 no, 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 no. 50s 50s usually 50s? win though okay 53 yep. won last year wow so, it's that big a good deal. Size. You're taking a lie detector test during that contest. Wait, is that you got to oh, take a lie detector oh, test? Oh yeah. Yep. Holy oh, yeah. cow. Yeah, if it, you're in the top, if you're in the top for money, you're you're sitting down to a lie detector test. Yep. Wow. Oh yeah. First prize is um, usually yeah. it usually ranges somewhere between uh, eight and nine thousand dollars. Oh wow. First prize, and then second prize is like five. Third place is right around three, and then they take. The heaviest female, mm-hmm. and she wins as much as the heaviest male. Oh wow, it's a good chunk um, of change. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, about three years ago, the guy won. He won third place, and the heaviest female, and he took yeah. home. I think it was like eleven grand. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. but his wife was happy about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. I, I don't know if he shared that with her. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, good for him, I right? Like to share everything. Yeah, well, just say it, no, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> So you know, um, like I was like I was saying though, with your all your farms and properties that you cover, are they all in like Lebanon County or how far? Like where do you where where are you where are you going? We got Lebanon, Berks, and Schuylkill counties right now. We're we're covering some in wow. each county, and this year, I mean, we're we're starting. So years ago, <clears throat> there was no record keeping. I I never wrote anything down. I had names, numbers in my phone. I just remembered everything up here. But I'm getting older. And we're getting more spots. So okay. this year, yeah, we have a book. We now have a book. I started a book this year. Great idea. Um, Books, addresses, numbers. Yes. Yeah, addresses, right. phone numbers. Right, that's his job. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to do the bookkeeping. You know, <laughs> got to know where the spots are. He's younger. There you go. I started <laughs> writing down names, numbers. Uh, I keep yeah. track of what we, you know, when we go out there and we call. I keep track of how the weather was that night, <clears throat> what we got, what we didn't get. So hopefully it, it helps us be better. It's something I picked up off of, you know, listening to podcasts and the guys that kind of do it a lot more big time than we do. But yeah, they're doing it for a living, a living. You know, they're making money on it, you know, and at my age or I mean, these guys started young, young, young. Uh, Tory Cook, we just watched. I just watched something. He I asked him, hey, hey, did you see that latest from Tory Cook? He crawled into this. Um went out like i don't know how many miles back do you remember how many miles i think back? he said he walked a mile and a half back in or something like that and he did an extra mile around because something was down i thought that was a little bit of bs but you know it made the story not better. Makes a good story right right makes for a good story <laughs> you know, yeah so whatever but it, you know the, the guys are he's he's killing the majority of his coyotes with shotguns and bows wow so not with 
Not rifles. What you got. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's not East Coast though. Um, exactly. I do have to add. Yeah, yeah please yeah. do. Coyote hunting on the East Coast where we're at is is not the same as hunting in the West. And I don't care what the guys say, but you, you talk to the Fox Pro Pro staff guys that are that are, you know, anchored here in Pennsylvania. So when I first started predator hunting, seeing a coyote was unheard of. I mean, we you did not see a coyote ever. Um, I don't actually remember anything with coyotes until I'm going to say maybe 15, 18 years ago, they started popping up and here in the last five years, it's, it seems like every year they're getting more and more and more. I mean, we're, we're at five this year, Hmm? five this year in November. We should be at seven. Okay. Yeah. We should be at seven. One, we, I couldn't count the one we misidentified. That's right. The adrenaline kicked in. Actually, he got it. We should be at eight. Then I missed that daywalker. Oh yeah, a daywalker. Oh, we call he's, he's a daywalker. He's out in the middle of the day. He is huge. Or, is so that what Mike, that means? Mike What's pounded a the one. Mike pounded the one at 30, 30 yards. Okay. that got up and ran off. Yeah, adrenaline it stood up and brushed its shoulder oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, get that dirt off my shoulder. It kind of smiled at us and then ran off into yeah. the woods. He's no longer with us. And then. uh we, but I can't count it. Can't I was at it, right? work. We this, count. This guy's retired, so he can <laughs> he can hunt at the snap of a, a finger. finger right? he, I was in. I was. I was hunting. Or, I was. I was archery hunting, and the farmer who usually calls him. Yeah. He called me because he he knows he's. Are you in the area? And I said, mm, not really, but I can be. I said, yeah. What's up? He said, he's in the field. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I got That's out. That's crazy. I yeah. got out. I, <laughs> I, I, I drove. Eh, till I got, till I seen him, it was about an hour later. He said, oh, he, he went in. Oh. And uh, I sat in the field for about three and a half hours, motionless. Just looking, just watching, listening. Yeah. yeah. I got a crack at him. And I, 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 I missed him uh, doing, you know, Mach 10. Yeah. And uh, when I, I rewatched the video... So I wish I would have kept it, but when I say I missed him, I I just missed him. It's it, close. Oh yeah. By the hair. Uh, eh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know what color. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and you know, and yeah, I could have been sitting in a tree. Nothing was happening in the tree, and I knew something could happen. You know, there. So it was, I was hunting. I I didn't get to experience that. You know, a couple years ago. And, you know, I, I, I respect, I respect what, you know, what Lucas brings to the table. I do, you know, and I, 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 I enjoy our time. You know, this week we're, we're off this week. We, we had to take a week off. He has some things going on. I have some things going on and, you know, and it is what it is, but, you know, we'll get back at it. You know, um, I'm, uh, I'm hopeful that we can, we can go out and. At least once next week, probably. On oh, we'll Wednesday. get out a couple times next week. Yeah, yeah. you know, make up for this week. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, life happens. You <laughs> got to go to do that work thing. You got the family thing. Some of us have got to yeah. do that work thing. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, I'm working harder now than I was. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> not maybe right. Might have shot yourself in the foot. Uh, there. Maybe right not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because so, it, it is hunting season. You know. I uh, I gotta tell a little, yeah. just a small, quick story. Go for it. So, 
I don't know, my daughter will never hear it anyway. So she was probably about eight or nine years old, and we were up at Knobles Grove. She said, you know, I, I promised myself that I'm going to have at least two s'mores a night okay. while we're camping. I was like, how do you do that? Well, I know how you did it now, or how you do it. Yeah. You prom- I promised myself I'm going to hunt my balls off this year, and I am. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I so, love it. You know, I'm just, I'm enjoying this year. I'll settle down. You know, I just got to get it out of my system. Eh, maybe I'll settle down. No, it's I don't like think you so. said earlier. Yeah. You know, we feed off of each other. There's nights that I'm like, man, I'm tired and I don't feel like it. But he's he's blowing my phone up. He's sending me text messages. Man, are we going out? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, we're going out. We're going, we're out. going I out. Can't say no. Can't say no. No, I, you know, I just worked a ten-hour day. And I'm tired, and Jeez. I'd sooner just lay down. But let's go. It starts in the afternoon. You know, probably after I had my first coffee. No, that's oh, the not, itch is that's, that? That's yeah. not true. You're like, let's go. <laughs> that is not true. I don't sleep. I don't. I'm I'm a terrible sleeper. I'm usually up somewhere between four and five, and then my mind's racing. You know that hasn't. It's always been like that. It's not going to change. I've accepted it. So this morning, there's no different. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I guess uh, when I get old, I'll sleep. There you go. Right. When you're in your 80s and 90s, then you can sleep. Feel when you're oh, I got to add dead. a little something to that. Let's go for it. His pap yeah. is 91 years old. Whoa. And That's he, awesome. I want to tell you something. He yeah. has more, more energy than you and I. I believe it. That's amazing. That man just goes. Jesus. Yeah, he's he's wow. part of the reason I'm such a big hunter. He, he really yeah. Yeah. He introduced he's a us. hunter. Okay. Yeah. We started uh, rabbit hunting when I was a kid. That was the first hunt I ever went on was some rabbit hunting. And I tell you what, he's he's always been a big whitetail guy. He he loves his big whitetail buck in Canada and trips to Ohio. Wow. And you he, guys go pheasant hunting yet? Yeah, too. we still go pheasant hunting. He still takes us pheasant hunting at 91. Yeah. Wow, so. at 91 still goes pheasant hunting. Yeah, where, yeah. where are pheasants at? Because there used to be a lot of them around, right? I mean, with the cornfields and everything. We're going I mean, to a game preserve for those okay. at this point. But, yeah, he, he takes all the – That's amazing, 91. All the grandsons and, and the sons and son-in-laws, and we all – that's our thing to that's do. That's his together. gig. That's awesome. You know, that's real cool. You know, my pop, he's 88, and he stopped hunting probably about – he's probably about 70. You know, and he just said to me – just. I'm done. Hey, I, I got to respect that. And that was about the time I, I, bought, I bought the hotel, and he was probably somewhere right around 70. So yeah. 70, 71. And he was, he was still helping me um, wire the, you know, he helped me wire the deck. He helped Jeez. rewire some things that were really, you know, messed up there at the time. Just, I applaud his, every time I see, every yeah. time I see Bobby, I'm like, how do you do it? He went. Well, he said he it it's it's getting harder and harder, but I'm I'm still at it. So I said you're at it more than That's I am. Phenomenal, Jesus. <laughs> so, like, what made you guys uh, decide to start Seven One Seven Predator Control? Like, what made you decide to do it? Shoo, I we're seven seven one seven was just sort of. Hey, you know, let's put something. We put something in a merchandiser last year, I think. Yeah. Is that what year? it was? Yeah. Was it a year before? Was it last it year? It was last year. Okay. Yep. Put something in. They had the, the hunting guide. And Alan Phillips, you know, a good friend of mine, He he's uh, one of the uh, 
supervisors. He runs the marketing and and all that good stuff. And there okay. at, um, uh, the merchandiser, cap advertising. Cats. Yeah, I know that might be a little competition. No, but no, honestly, same. no, not no, the no. same. It's not. No, you know? and we do some we do some work with them. It's it's more of a a partnership. Yeah, good. we don't. Yeah, yeah, that's we're not awesome. really competitive that's, with them. That's, that, that's they got their lane. We got our lane. Um, yep. But yeah, yeah. You know, and and he's like, hey. You guys want to do something? I'm like, hmm, how much is this going to cost? And I said, it's not like we're, you know. You're not making big bucks, you know. And, and we you ain't making anything off it. <laughs> well, there you go, right. You're we're making f- memories. There you go. I like that. Yeah. I'll drink to that. <laughs> you know. Anyway. A little bit. So. Here we go. You know, and so that's how this, you know, him and I called him. I called him the one day. He was at work. I was at work. So I know we were working, so but we were both at work, and I'm like, "Hey, let's go on with the name." I said, "Oh, yeah. I want to put something in merchandise. Maybe we can pick up some farms, and you know, right, make whatever. it go, make a little go of it." Yeah, yeah. We've had some people say, "Hey, you know, do you cost anything?" I'm like, oh, "I don't know. Ammo's not cheap." <laughs> well, it's not. It's not you know. not anymore. Yeah, we're probably looking at anywhere from. I think I just looked at one. It was like a dollar sixty-seven a load. No, yeah. you can you can make them a lot cheaper if you're reloading, and you know I try and use reloads. He try and uses reloads, and uh, eventually I want to do that on my own. Um, but for now, I, I I do have a a guy that's reloading for me. Anyway, so um, getting back to that, it was hey let's you know maybe we can pick up some farms, and we we did we picked up a couple, but we picked up probably the majority not between the merchandiser. And uh, Facebook, you know, we picked up. Now, Lucas started a, a Instagram page. Oh, snap. Know. All right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. got to get on a, that. Dude, I think I am uh, on that, though, Woo! by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. He's he's a techno guy. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, I don't know about um, that. Because <laughs> Mikey a... calls him the young buck. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, that's his forte. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got my lane. We have lanes. Yeah, right, right. You you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, stay in your Young lane. You know, yeah. I'll just I'll learn from the young. Honestly, guy. the most the <laughs> most action we've gotten is word of mouth. Okay, so I yeah. believe it. Yeah. We get into a you know, farmers they. So what happens is the fox and the coyotes get into their ag bags where they're keeping their feed for their cows. Oh, I didn't even think about that. They hear the yeah. mice in there walking around, so they start tearing their bags open, and then the, the feed rots, and oh. it gets moldy. Yeah, and yeah. all that work they put in all year with growing those crops starts turning to mold. And they don't like that. I believe it. Right. So right. that's how I got started with all my spots when I first started out. You know, the first farmer I went to, I shot a couple fox. His bag stopped getting torn open. He said, hey, you ought to call this guy. He helped yeah. me out. And that's how it kind of snowballed to the fact that now we got, you know, 40, 50 spots lined up. Which, honestly, we're, we're getting to the point where we... Having a family and keeping mama happy at home, yeah, yeah, it's getting tough to keep after them, right? I still have the queen to keep after, right? You got to keep the ladies happy in your life for sure. Oh yeah, I know how that is. We're all with you. (laughs) But if we if we can hunt two nights out of a weekend or or three nights out of a week, you know we're we're hitting three spots a night. Maybe you're hitting eight or nine spots a week. Okay, I don't like to hit spots more unless we would shoot a coyote. I don't mind going back the next week, but if we don't shoot nothing or I don't like hunting spots more than once a month. 
Okay. It's kind of my thing. Um, if we can, if we hunt a spot and we don't call nothing and we don't, or we shoot a fox or something, I don't like to go back there and call that spot again until maybe a month later. So Unless Andy calls. Andy? Yes, Andy. Okay. I hope you're listening to Andy. Shout out to Andy. What's well, yep, it? shout out to Andy. Andy says, hey, when are you guys coming back to, to hunt coyotes? I'm hearing them again. He yeah, <laughs> he calls Lucas yeah. probably every other week. Really? Uh, well, that's where great, we that's where we got he's a great guy. the yeah, one yeah, and a half. Yeah. That's where we got the one and a half. Oh, the one oh, and a half. Oh, oh, the one that got away. Now it's gonna haunt you. <laughs> what if he's still out there? What if he just? I, I was got... over that to like a couple seconds ago. <laughs> you know, and here I am. Yeah, sulking again. He's out you there know? somewhere, maybe. So I put. I said to Andy. I said, Hey, Andy. You know, he's usually on. Uh, He's usually watching them, you know, on the scanner, okay. which we have hanging over here. And he goes, what's that up there? I said, it's nothing. I said, you know, because I'm, his equipment, my equipment is supposed to be better, but his equipment is, they're, they're, they're about the same. Yeah. They are. I'm running a 640. He's running a 384. And I think his, his I-Ray is as good as my AGM, but you know. Neither here nor there. Yeah. There's some. There's sometimes I can really see, bless you. Thank you. Yeah, there's sometimes I can really see better out of his, and I look over on mine because I was shooting 384, but the AGM 384 isn't as good as the IRA 384. Uh, okay. So, I bumped mine, but there's just it just it depends humidity. I think plays a lot to do with that. The colder it is, the crisper it is, the less humidity. The better I see. The better you see. Yeah, it makes sense. Mind. Okay. And these his, are the these are the scopes. Just, yes. Okay. There's a thermal scope. For the people that aren't out, as educated. Out of, out of his scope, okay. I can see good all the time. Wow. It's just, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, whomever. And, you know, although mine's a six, 640 and his is a 384, his cost as much as mine did. So you get what you pay for is, is the bottom line. Yeah, that old so saying said, goes, yeah. I said, uh. Andy, we're up at his house. I said, "Hey, you've been, you've been with us, and you've been kind. You know, you've been letting us come over to your property." I said, "You want to get behind us, the gun?" Oh, if you're, he said, "Sure." Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That's the night we had that yod at at about at that time it was probably about 300, three hundred, two seventy five. Okay, somewhere right yeah. around there. And then we got it into two fifty, and he's, I, I said, "Hey, listen," I said. Just hold it a smidge over the back, cause I can, I can. I'm pretty flat out to about 200. After that, you're you're gonna have to bring it up some, you know. That makes sense. And yeah. I don't have a laser rangefinder. Some some are equipped with them. I can do a a scan quick, but till that animal is moving here to there to here to there, it's different. So I know where it can shoot. Him and I have. I know he's he's good at judging distances i've gotten better and you know and as you shoot some you know you 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 know where they're at you know i i guess there's an lrf you know the laser rangefinder that that's probably really great to use out west yeah you know when they're shooting three four hundred yards consistently yeah you know we can identify Mm -hmm. at three four hundred yards we're not shooting that i don't want to shoot that far that's far Uh, really i think we we started well, it was probably about a month a little over a month ago we shot we had a double that night and when i shot two coyotes and the second one i had called a fox oh did somebody miss that one yeah i did 
Oh, oh. I did miss oh, that do one. I have oh, a little admittance The set. truth comes out. Yeah. Okay, okay. Drink to that? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That was a wild night. It <laughs> was we a had, wild night? We had fox, we had coyotes, Dude. we had all kinds of stuff going on that night. We yeah. had animals. <laughs> from yeah. Right off the bat, he was up. So when I talked about the, you know, who's up, who's here, he's up. He knows it. I'm calling. I said, I see you Sure. I said, no, I'm not sure. I said, I'm pretty sure that's a yoke. Yeah. Boom. It's a yoke. We go out, we grab it. Fox. Next was a fox. Am I wrong? No, that was the fox that, yeah, I missed but the it was, fox. It was over on his side. Okay. So a lot of times we'll do, okay, you're up, I'm up. But if something comes out predominantly on your side, just take it. Take the shot. We don't want to, yeah. we don't. We don't want to miss an animal because, well, it was my turn, but, you know. Yeah, makes sense. And the other night, it was pretty, uh, i got to interject real quick. The other night, we had that one come out, and that was a 45-pounder. And it came out behind a tree and, it, <gasps> and, and sort of froze. Not a tree, a tree. Stump? Uh, just. Trees and bushes. Okay. Yeah. Some shrubbery, right. some nonsense. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's kind of in like the middle of the You could see it milling. Yeah. He goes, here it comes. Him and I, we probably shot within... Fraction of a second. Within a fraction of a second, and we didn't plan it. No way. No, we drilled was, it. Okay. Oh, yeah. we drilled it. Dropped it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it dropped, got back up, and then it ran a little bit, and then... Down. He finished it, and... Because we got another sand... There's nothing's gonna get away again. Yeah. You know, after that one. After that one that got away. Oh my god. So anyway, so Fox, Miss, we start calling again because we saw one way up on the hill, probably I'm gonna give it six hundred yards. Pretty far, yeah. It was wow. just out there. You know, it was it would have been a stupid shot. Yeah. And an education for them. So I'm calling, 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 calling. The farmer goes, hey, what's that to the left? Holy crap. It's a coyote. He goes, I don't think it's a coyote. I said, it's a coyote. Yeah. I don't think it's a coyote. I said, it's a coyote. Boom. Drops. Runs again. We ended up shooting that thing. I'm going to put it at probably about 3, 350. Final shot to put it down. Wow. It was out there. We had... You know, it's like last year, he called a fox in. It was his turn. He shot. It dropped, got up, right? I shot. Or did I shoot? I think I missed that one, too. You missed. (laughs) Mikey's throwing some major shots fired. You missed. Anyway. (laughs) It happens. uh, It happens. Hey, that's what I'm there for. I'm there to back up sometimes. Yeah. So it's like he's there to back so, me up. So, so let's so, real quick, real quick, real quick. So when you guys are out, you each have, um, for lack of a better term, you have a tripod, you have your rifle, hmm? you have a collar. So you both have your own like setup. Yeah. And we're and we're normally set up maybe yeah. like six feet apart so that we can still move our tripods, turn, and be able to cover our area. Okay. But we're within talking distance. You're close enough. You can whisper and talk. Yeah. yeah. I try and put them on my right ear. That's a good ear. That's a good one. There you go. That's smart. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So we want to be able to communicate and talk to each other, you know, whisper to each other and let each other know what's going on. If I see one coming from my side, I can let them know vice versa. 
we kind of cover our own areas, but we want to be within whisper talking of so we can hear what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Most so definitely. And it's I mean it's pitch black. You, you can't really see anything. You got the scopes and and things that that help. You know, you see the animals. The farmers with you. You're doing the six feet, you know, COVID distance. Some of the farmers nonsense. want to be with us. Some of them don't. They they, they just yeah. want pictures oh, and know you like what. You like that? Yeah, Mike. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Some That's, of them could care less. Yeah. So, right. Someone is, uh, hey, you know, I want to go. They're into see, it. Yeah, see they want to see. Going on. Yeah. 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 You know, okay. Make sure that, hey, I want you to shoot that. Or, B, I don't want you to shoot it. There was, we were out at that same farm, and we called in the fox and two yotes about a month ago and we had a fox come in it was very doable but you know it wasn't it didn't open yet and we identify you, nine out of ten chance you can identify what you're shooting at yeah. you know we only had one mishap this year where we identified as a fox which fox wasn't in yet so we didn't shoot and then that animal which happened to be a coyote went up on through the corn on top of the hill crested it so its silhouette was on top of the hill so you basically couldn't shoot it was a doable shot i thought so it was it was long but if we would have missed the shot would have went there's no background to it so we don't take a shot like that there was no backstop yeah responsibility that's great yeah yeah this this what we thought was a fox at first went up to the top of the hill and it stretched its head out and went I was oh, like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Oh, yeah. yeah. It yodeled. A yodel. <laughs> Damn. And it went, Ugh. Yeah, gave it the middle finger and took <laughs> off. Yeah, see ya, suckers. Oh, man. And actually, <sighs> he stayed there, came a little closer, oh. and then went back up to the crest. It's like teasing you. And then just sort of back and forth for a little bit. I think we played with that for about a half an hour. And I was like, I, I he wouldn't move. Yeah. He would not move. You know, he just shot his sibling, so he's like, I'm not coming back down here. Right. He knew this, a little bit, yeah. This coyote came in front of us at 70, 75 yards, yep. give or take, into the corn, out of the corn, came back again, and then into the corn on the other side, and then back up on top of the hill. It taught us a lesson that night. Shoot first, ask later. No, <laughs> there you go. No, really. No, I'm just kidding. We 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 yeah. identify before we shoot is what I'm getting at. And there, it's, there, there could have been a one for the notch, and it's not yeah. that important. Right. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know, yeah. You know, we're that's that's a big thing that I that's how we have a lot of properties we do because you know we're safe hunters. We've been doing it a long time. Thermals are nice, but you're looking in black and white. And you're seeing an outline of an animal in black and white. You're not seeing it in color. So you look at it. Sometimes you're not quite sure if you're seeing a a, a first time a first year coyote pup. That could be the size of a fox of a big fox. Yeah. Early in the season, fox isn't open yet. We're not going to take that shot if we don't know for sure because, you know, that's just it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. You know, there's a pride thing that goes in there too. You know, right. it's not just beating on the chest and saying, "Oh, you know, we got this." Yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> he he still traps. I used to trap. I don't trap anymore. Um, it's you know, there's there, pride into that, and there's there's not a lot of trapping anymore. It's a lost art. I used to go, be on the farm and we trapped. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you check your, check your traps, you go to school. That's, that's what, what you're saying, that's right. That's what you did. That's what, yeah. But, you know, when I trapped, we didn't trap coyotes because you didn't hear of them. No. no. I was like 15, 16. You trapped fox, possums, raccoons, muskrats. So skunks. you got a musk. Skunks. Yeah, skunks. Oh, boy. One skunks because you got. But you got them. You got them. That's cover scent. You know. Yeah. Great cover scent. So you got two bucks <laughs> for a for a skunk. You got eight to ten for a muskrat. Good muskrat. You got ten to twenty five for a raccoon. Oh wow. Two bucks for a possum, give or take. Usually that and a skunk. If you wanted to take a skunk in, and a fox. You were looking at usually fifty for a gray, and sixty-five for a red. Oh wow! And now you know a red, five, seven bucks. Yeah, maybe, maybe so, if you're lucky. So, the fox, really? the the fur trade has gone way down. Um, thank you, Peta, for that. But dynamics mm, that makes sense. Oh yeah, it just it oh, just sh- uh, facts. Yeah, it's the way it is. It's just, the the fur trade has just gone way down, and the guys that make a living off of it, you know, they're storing their furs, hoping that it comes back. They're they're freezing them, but the last three years it's been horrible. Um, we save what we can. I I get the furs tanned, and I'll and I'll sit on them. And if I get a, a bunch of nice ones, I get I get them made into hats or something for nieces, nephews, whatever. Yeah, but it's it's. They're not worth anything anymore. When I first started the game, like he said, you could get 25, 30, 40 bucks for a fox. A good coyote was worth 65, 75 bucks. Now a coyote's 15, 15 bucks for a good one. Uh, a A fox is almost worth less than a raccoon now, which is ridiculous. That's mind blowing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. We have a, I have a farm that I've been hunting for years. Uh, it's a good fox farm. He sees coyotes occasionally. I've never called one there, but we just hunted there the other the other night, and we we ended up with a double red fox. Um, yeah, there it walked is. in. We didn't even turn a call. Seen, seen a fox out in the field. He hit the squeaker, and the fox started coming in for him. Well, that squeaking that he made sparked another one in the meadow which i was on that side okay and i, no I seen that one coming in he didn't know that one was coming in he shot his spooked mine a oh, little yeah. bit it ran back but i was on it it stopped to look back and i got it and we ended up with a double that night. i was in it wow. I, I think because i'm listening to the video and i had i squeaked to stop mine because mine mine was it passed the threshold and i missed it because it was down in this little ditch yeah, and it came back up and popped up over here, and I'm like, "Where do you get to?" Right, right. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Holy shit!" Right there he is, and then he he took off, and I was like, and then "Boom!" That stopped shot, him. Yeah, and then it spooked his, and I was like, and his stuff, and he got to shoot took his the shot. Yeah, and we never turned the collar on. So when you're looking through, you know, and the farmer was very happy. Oh, I bet he got two that night. You know, they got within two, a matter two fox of and a coon. Oh wow! Yep. What and then you, I went yeah. back in, set up some traps, and I ended up getting uh, two more coons out wow. there for the farmer. Oh, I bet he's real happy. Holy yeah. cow! That's a haul. Yeah, he stopped. He stopped and uh, talked to me on Tuesday at the at the voting polls. Hmm. He's like, "Hey," he said, "you and Lucas did good." 
<laughs> oh, phenomenal. That's my yeah. old ag teacher, too. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, small yep. world, full circle for real. So, like, what do you, what do you, what do you aim for? You know, when it's pitch black, looking down, is it always, you know, the headshot? Is it the heart, the lungs? Like, what are you trying to aim for when all you see is a silhouette? You know, how does that work? This, this black well, figure, you know. My favorite shot is underneath the chin a lot of times when they're coming into you they're facing you so my favorite shot say is gonna it, be shoot them in the face yeah yeah my favorite right. shot's gonna be right underneath the chin but okay um obviously it's just like a deer if you can hit lungs heart that's what you're going for but yeah, yeah. Those, those coyotes are tough i mean you can shoot one right in the boiler room and that thing's gonna get up and take off they're tough Jeez. tough I've, critters i've had two get up now i've had two and i'm i've had two Two coyotes get up. Well, now we only and, knew about the one. Yeah, now you admit was, to a yeah, second was, one. That was last year. Oh, oh okay. Well, that's old, yeah, that's old well, news. And he shot. He shot. He nailed one. He nailed one. I, I don't know how vulgar I can get. Go for it. The guts were hanging out. Yeah. And this thing's running because you can see them. You know, if you have yeah. it on white hot, black hot, or any other any other type of uh, color associated with with heat. Okay, makes okay. sense. Yeah. You know, what's the other one? It's uh, the red. Inver- there's a red hot, yeah. and then okay. there's a, what is it? It's like a orange and purple color. I, I don't even know it's what weird. to call it. It's a, it's a weird color. I don't put it on because I can't see it that well. Yeah. So I like to, sh- I like to predominate during the day. I like the white hot. At night, I like the uh, black hot. Okay. I, just, I can see a lot better, and I just turn the crown contrast up differently and it's like you can see the hair on him wow. and he made perfect sense the other night it's like when you see a fox it looks more full because it has less hair okay and then the coyote has i don't think it's more it's thicker hair and it so the legs show up it. hot the head shows up hot, but yet the body's not quite as the contrast isn't quite as bright as a fox. And you know, yeah, you know what you're looking at. That helps you, yeah. And and it's just, it's holy crap. We got a yoke coming in. You know, it's like the first time you go bear hunting. Hey, I'm bear hunting. Oh my God, there's a bear. You know, it's and a, yeah, that realization. Yeah. You're like, whoa. So you know, and I'm like, you know, last week when he's like, what's a yoke? I said. God, I'm glad you said something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to confirm it, you know, yeah. 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 You know, and it was just, like I said, that was, that was probably the first time that ever happened to where it was either, okay, you want it? Yep. Because we're backing up each other up. Right. But it was just simultaneous. It was, I mean, it was, if you watch the video, it goes, almost instant. instant yeah. And I was like. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You that know, is, that is awesome. It wasn't planned. We didn't go 3 2 1. I was going to say, did you count it down? No, Mm-mm. no. It just instincts no. and, and trigger you know, finger. Yeah. And we got a yote. Wow. Yeah, a big yote. You know, and he, he was a Ned. That was an old, that was an older yote. Yeah, it was older. Yep. You know, so those are the ones that, you know, it feels good because they got to be harder. You yeah. Know, they, they, it's an educated animal that has been probably called to at one time or another. It's made it probably four or five years. What do you think? Yeah. You know, and it's just, it, it's like, it's like turkey hunting. It's a game. And some nights you win and some nights you don't. Most you don't and some you do. 
Those are the yeah. fun ones. Those are the fun nights. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about, because uh, you mentioned it earlier, but, you know, the farmer whose property was just overrun with foxes, right? That's all you're getting are foxes and foxes. And then uh, you, you got the, the coyote there, which I saw the pictures on, on your Facebook, uh-huh. um, you know, Predator Control or 717 Predator Control, I think on Instagram. But, I mean, that coyote, I think you had it in like the, the on the bed of your truck or whatever, and you had the, uh, the shell from the bullet by its teeth. I mean, that thing looked like something out of Red Riding Hood, which I know is a wolf, totally different animal, but like it looked huge to me, not knowing, you know, it looked huge. You know, when I first walked up, because it was sort of bunched, and I was like, ooh, I said, that's decent. I said, that's that's 35, me, 35, 30. He goes, uh-uh. He said, stretch it out. And it's like, holy crap. And then I, I picked it up, and he was like, this is a good one. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and he said like right it. off the bat, I was uh, I was pretty impressed. You know, it, it just... It's uh, like I said. It's 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 always different. Yeah, everything's different, you know. And the same can be said. It's like I'll say it a thousand times. It's like turkey hunting. They're always different, you know. But since since we have, and I and I know you have, it just we sort of got away from the norm, calling, you know, mm-hmm. just trying yeah. trying new things. Not afraid to try new things because you know it's like. Okay, you try that. I don't want to try that. I might screw something up. I'll right. Screw it. What am I going to screw? Go for up? it. Yeah. If, if the animal's not there, you can't call it in. But if it's there, maybe he's heard that tune played before, and now you're playing something totally off the wall. Now he's interested. Yeah. What's you know, that? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's how it came in the other night. You know, we just yeah. we, man, I I threw the kitchen sink at it. <laughs> There's times I've, you know, he's barely been on the collar. You know, and the Fox Pro boom. caller. Well, yeah, the Fox the Pro Fox Pro as the Fox Pro. Yeah. And, you know, and you know, it's like boom, we got an animal in front of us. Yeah. And then I shoot and it runs away. And then he brings another one in within a minute. But it's being in the right place, the right time, and playing the right the right tune that it wants to hear. Yeah, the you Fox know, Pro like caller. Said, That's what it's about. The, you know, last week last week or the week before it it heard it and it came in yeah but it wouldn't cross the line so a lot of times the professionals say you know they have territories and they won't cross this line that's what it seemed like the other night it would not cross a line i just think me personally i don't think it was interested it would come in stop and and going it was playing with something you know and it just, like I said, every every time out is a, is a new adventure. That's what keeps you coming back. It keeps you wondering, hey, yeah. am I doing something right? Am I doing something wrong? Did I get lucky? There you go. Right, yeah. Sometimes. Lucky duck, predator calls. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Exactly. Exactly right, for sure. Now, I have yeah. a predator. This is my backup call, but that's the go-to. Fox Pro, yeah, Fox Pro collar. That is. is that is really cool. I mean, you showed me the like I said the the remote you have for it and all the different options that are preloaded, but then you can load more in the different calls from a what like a field mouse to you know just animals in distress, rabbit. That's pretty amazing. It really is. I can play some low tune stuff. Yeah, go for it. Hey, can you? Hey, yeah, I please, need five yeah. here. I got go for it. You got to take. A, yeah, yeah. Take go go go. Take a break. 
This sip break is brought to you by Cleona Coffee Roasters, a small batch coffee roastery and coffee shop, veteran and first responder owned and community oriented. All coffee is roasted fresh to order. Now open every day from 5.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Located inside 911 Rapid Response in Anvil, PA. That's a great question. Where were we? <laughs> no, to pick up. No, I just appreciate you guys coming in. And the last couple questions I had were uh, like talking about the items you brought in. I want I want to hear again about the caller, Fox Pro. Shout them out. You know, just just go over everything you brought in because, like I said, you guys brought in a ton of stuff. Who wants to go first? Yeah, Lucas, our, yeah. our setup's kind of please. Yeah, the way we run things, the night hunting thing. You're kind of. Most guys are standing with tripods, which we have a tripod set up over here with a rifle on top. So we we find a spot where we can walk in. We're looking for a fence row where we can have something to our back so they're not, you know, if they come out in a field. We're trying to pull them out of woods into a field edge, and uh, we want to have something to our back so our, back, our outlines broke up if the moon's bright that night or whatever. So we're standing uh tripod gun on top of the tripod our caller we're normally setting out in front of us uh anywhere you know right around 60 yards away trying to put it so that we're playing the wind a lot of times coyotes are going to come in downwind of you okay so we're going to set the call up so that if they do skirt downwind hopefully they're popping out of the woods where we can see them before they catch our wind Oh, so the collar isn't right next to you. Like, you're standing six feet apart. The collar's not, like, in the middle. No, no. Oh. We're, we're walking it out and putting it out in the field kind of where we want to position the animal. Um, that's that's the biggest thing about coyote hunting. Fox, they'll pick your wind also, but coyotes are real particular about wind. So they're going to come in. They're going to they're gonna find that wind, and um, they're going to they're gonna come down wind of you, and they're going to try to pick you out. So... We're basically, a, a lot of our spots here, that's what's different from hunting from the west to the east coast. In the west, you know, they've got 500 yards in every direction where they can see. Yeah. Uh, here on the east coast where we're at, you know, we we have 100, maybe 200 yards that we can see. And um, so we got to really figure out which way our wind's blowing. That's going to depict what stands we hit that night. And we may get to a spot, step out of the truck, and the wind's blowing a certain direction. We look at each other, and we're like, this ain't going to work. Back get, in the truck. Get in the truck. Yeah, you know instantly. Next spot. Wow. Yeah, yep. next one. Yep. It, that's that's kind of the way we set it up. You know, we figure out who's going to call that set, and we'll hop out of the truck. Yeah, the wind's okay for this one. We're going to set it out here. We set up. That's, that's how it goes. But, uh, yeah, our setup's pretty much a tripod. The gun on top. A caller set out at a certain spot that we we pick out, and then we find our our you know our spot tucked into some fence row somewhere. And most of the equipment you have here, like your tripod, the rifle, the scope, is that bought local, bought online. Um, you know, we, the caller's from Fox Pro, which of course is local here in Pennsylvania, uh, Lewistown. You, yep. you had mentioned, but like the other equipment, where he, do you go for that? He shoots. What's the name of your? I shoot an AGM. It's called a. AGM Adder. Adder. Yeah. No, we bought them at the same place, you know, out of uh, Illinois. 
Like, okay. Yep. Tell you exact address off the top of my head. I just Midwest Thermal Optics. The, we'll give them a shout the, out. Yeah. They have helped name? us out. Uh, Kurt, Kurt and Rhonda. Yep. yep. They're they're good people. They're farmers, ranchers out there, and um, they got into the thermal game a couple of years ago. You know when the coyotes started spiking, and and they have a pretty good business going. They take care. They got good customer service. You give them a call, you're having an issue, they'll help you out. Even when I started looking, I didn't really know what I was doing. And thermal scopes is kind of a thing where, like, you know, if you're deer hunting, you can go into Cabela's, you can buy your gun, your, you know, your scope. But thermal, there's not a lot of shops that carry thermal scopes. A lot of the local um, places, they'll, they'll order stuff as you buy it, but they don't have stuff on hand. So it's hard to actually pick something up and look at it and see what you're and ask questions and ask questions yeah yeah you know it's just with buying things you know it's like you know he's like hey what kind of scanner you got and he'd tell me you know and what kind of now his uh is a 384 which that's a 640 yeah but he paid just as much and i think it's just as good in different conditions you know you call them and, you know, I mean, you can buy them at almost anywhere. However, can you buy with with experience and can you say, hey, you know, what has this done? Yeah. Will, will you take it? Can you send us back? You know, yeah. It, it comes back to like I talked to you when I was on here the first time. You know, I like to buy buy from the small shops mm-hmm. um definitely i like to give my money to the to the small the small guys that that are that give you the customer service um you can buy off of amazon and then when you have an issue yeah what are you gonna now do what yeah you're up so Creek. if you're uh-huh. spending a couple thousand bucks on something on a setup like we have you want to talk to somebody that knows what's going on that has experience if you have an issue, you you know they're going to give you a number to get a hold of somebody to to get it figured out, or they'll have experience on you know what to try to fix it. Knock on wood, we've been pretty lucky with our setups. We haven't had much issue, but it's it, yeah. you know any technology can run into problems. So we've been pretty lucky with our setups. We like what we're running. He likes his. I like mine. It works. It I, works for I us, like yeah. his. Like I said, they both have they both have neat qualities. The biggest one for me is probably the video. It's uh, recoil activated. When I shoot, it'll go back seven seconds wait, prior wait, wait. to the shot. Wait, wait, wait. So oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Okay, right. so what records video on on your wait? What are you talking about? When, when I you, shoot, yeah, when you it, shoot. Yep, it's recoil activated video. So, so this is a scope, for lack of better terms, on my like the scope records a video. Yep. No shit. Yeah, without, I wondered how you now, did that. I can also video yeah. by hitting a button. But if I don't hit the button That's wild. and I forget yeah. or I just, in the heat of the moment, I mean, a lot of shit's going on. Right, right. You know, and he's like, boy, I hope you got that. Now, his didn't, my old one didn't do that. This one does. Most of your newer stuff from probably 22 on does have shot activated or recoil activated uh video jesus that's so, crazy well which they'll go <laughs> back that records about 14 to 17 seconds so prior to and after the shot okay so the videos that like you share on facebook is that that's what that is yeah mm-hmm. wow. now mine i have to push the button 
But generally, yeah. what I do is when I when I spot something coming out into the field, I reach up and I hit my button. I start recording. Um, if it comes out and it starts milling around and it's 400 yards out, I may stop the video until it really commits and starts coming in. And then when that happens, then I'll re-hit the start so that I, I don't have seven minutes of video prior to. Because, I mean, really the video, like he said, your best video is going to be about 30 seconds long. So generally I'll start the video when that thing's really committing and coming in right into range. And then I'll start re reach up and start. Um, his is nice because he can go off the recoil of his rifle if he doesn't want to reach up and start it. He also gets sound on his, which mine doesn't do. Now they have a newer version that does, but I mine still works. I like it. You know, gets I, the job done. So yeah, yeah, I haven't I haven't changed. I I think under different conditions, his looks better. Yeah, you, you were know, saying a sharper, it's a sharper it image. Like, it, yeah, yeah. I I think so. And then there's sometimes I look through his, and it's like, eh, I like this one a little bit better. And I think it all it all you know depends on your conditions. You know, um, and it, and it's how much you want to spend, really. I mean, oh my god! Was say, so what is like? I, we're yeah. we're we're on the low end of the spectrum <laughs> with our stuff, honestly. Yeah. You know, we're doing this as weekend warrior type thing, and you know, we're I'm all in probably for the scope and the monocular. I'm all in under four thousand um, dollars. Gun, not the gun. That doesn't include the gun. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say yeah, but, that's, uh, that's its own budget right there. In a caller. You know, there, there's guys out there. There's there's a couple guys that I'm following. There's a guy in Texas that I'm following, Amatine, on uh, on Instagram. He's he's a, a ranch worker down in Texas, and he's sponsored. Um, you know, he's he's running an $18,000 IRA. But they're getting their shit. things paid for. Right, you know, right, right. They're sponsored, hey, yeah. Instead of you paying, you know, 17000 for that scope, Yeah. you know, we're going to – we're going to up the game for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he's, you know, he's making posts. He's got thousands. Yeah. Shout of, us out on social media. Yeah. It's the trade. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. That's, insane. you know, we're, we're, we're just small time guys in, in you our, never know this you know, time next year. We're just trying to get our name out there. We're trying to help the, the farmers in the area. Um, if we pick up a couple spots here and there and, and try to help the farmers get rid of some predator problems on their farms, that's, we're doing it because we enjoy it. it there's, I've got something to add to that. You know, you say about, you know, trying to help the farmers out. Now, what I have found out through, obviously, videos, talking to other people, mostly out west, and they'll tell you, and he'll agree, I, the more coyotes you shoot in an area, mm -hmm. the more that are going to come back. Everybody always says, why is that? Personally, I got to listen to the, the experts because the experts say, you took four out of this litter from last year. Well, she's going to have four or six to replace them. Or eight or nine. That's to Wow. Coyotes are, I mean, they, the Indians have said since the beginning of time that coyotes and crows will be the last thing on earth. They rehabilitate so, or re, re, re uh, rehab, produce, right? Reproduce, right. not rehabilitate. Yeah, I'm with you. The bourbon, uh, the water's hitting. Yes, the that. water. Sorry. <laughs> so the they reproduce at a rate as they're to match or yes. be above what they're what's leaving. So you know, coyotes will recognize, and and it's not just hunters. So if if uh, 
if you got mange or something that affects your predator population or a hard winter okay. or something that takes their their population down the next year those bitches the female coyotes will end up having litters so say the year prior they might have had four or five pups in their litter if they had a hard winter that took their population down the next year those females may end up having eight nine ten twelve in their litter wow and the guys that are hunting out west that are hunting all year long and they're they're paid to do it um you know they check that because they can they'll be shooting females earlier in the spring either prior to them pupping or just after they pupped and they're going to actually cut that female open and they'll see how many she had and they can tell this this female had 12 in this litter which which is high they can have up to 16, 18 in their litter. That doesn't mean they're all going to make it. Right. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but as still, it goes, wow. you know, they reproduce according to what has either A, died off, been killed off, you know, whether it was uh, any type of situation, whether it was a hunter or whether it was a um, natural, something by know, nature, natural. right? Yeah. Or the you food know. available. You know, yeah. if if the if the rabbits are good, they eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they're I pretty. Mean, they're pretty like smart or pretty uh, in tune. Adaptive. Adaptive. Yeah. yeah, adaptive. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. I think I think you put it best one time. I you know we were talking. You know, one of our hay nights. We might we we might have been. Uh, I don't know. Off. We might have been hunting for like ten, twelve hours straight. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And and that that hunt goes. Got to be patient from from midnight on a Thursday, which is actually Friday, till two o'clock, fourteen hundred on a Sunday. Yeah. So it's like you sleep at yeah. that next week. Right. So you know we were up at his camp last year and we hunted and hunted and hunted and hunted and hunted and it's like yeah, I had I had enough. Then we go back, we sleep a couple of hours, and we we then we go hunting some more. Yeah. That was in our talks, as in, hey, you know, this is what's going on, and hey, it makes the time go. For Whether sure. we're right or wrong, we're we're still, you know, we're listening and learning. Exactly, and you always learn. Like you said, always it's, learn. It's pretty cool. the The guys that know best, you know, the guys that are out west, you know, they're they're shooting 60, 70, 80. You know, who's the guy that I I, I can't think of his name. You you might remember he shot. One coyote a day, a day, a day. There, well, yeah, there was a guy that um, I, I think I last year it. he hunted every single day, and I think he ended up with um, it was more than a coyote a day when he was done. I think he ended up with like three hundred and eighty coyotes in a Holy year. Holy crap! Wow! And he videoed and um, but they're documented coyote, everything. You yeah. know, population it's out through west. the roof. It sounds like it's well, through the roof. I've been hunting out in Illinois, Iowa area, and first year out, when I call them kids, you know, they were in their 18, 19, 20-year-old age, and I was probably, yeah. in, at that time, I was probably in my early 30s, that was the first time I, you know, got out and hunted out in Iowa, in Illinois, Missouri, and they're shooting 60, 70, 80 coyotes a year. And, you know, we come back, well, I'm going, what are we doing wrong? You know, and they just had that many. 
they have that many coyotes. It's overpopulated. Out west. So, and they keep on killing them and they keep on coming back. That's what I was saying earlier. So, now we're killing coyotes and we happen to be killing more every year. Sounds like job security. <laughs> it really sounds like job security. It's like hobby pay, security. Pay really freaking well, sucks. Well, right. The pay's not good, but like, seriously. <laughs> pay sucks. The females just keep up in the, you know, you know and, just reproducing. It's you know, like, it's wow. like, you know, and he, he killed a huge, a huge female last year. And he doubled up that night. Yeah. And he hit one other. He almost tripled up. Whoa. So I ended up shooting the one that didn't, the one that made it. I ended up shooting the following week. And it was shot in the back leg. He didn't quite knock it down. <laughs> so, dang. I was solo hunting that night. Oh, he's solo hunting. So where was his partner? <laughs> probably in bed sleeping. I wasn't in Huh? I don't I even bet remember you what happened. He probably was night. at the races. Oh, well, that's <laughs> During true. During racing for... season, it's hard to get a hold of him. Jeez. It's hard to reach him. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, you know, so that's where the, yeah. if you shoot one. It's best to hit it again because after he shot those two, my camera, which where he shot them, was probably a couple hundred yards away from my one of my hunting spots. My cameras lit up for the next three four nights. Coyotes looking for that female. Wow, I think. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it makes sense. So I didn't have any. I mean, the next morning, eight o'clock in the morning, I got this, which looked to me like a huge male. Looking for, looking over the field. Yeah. And then I seen him down on two of them looking down on another camera. You know, on that, that farm, I think I had like four cameras, active cameras. And they're seeing these coyotes and they're looking for, I think they're looking for the queen. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she's out. She's yeah, done. Lucas took them out. Dang, you savage. Know? I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got to because they're not going to keep reproducing. I mean, they, they I don't. He called me four times that did... night and you were let, me know, up? let me know how big it was yeah. as he held it up. <laughs> She's huge. She's huge. <laughs> I mean, because they go after like cats and small dogs. And, and I sent and you a picture. Chicken. You see that picture I sent you? Yeah. Now, where'd you get that one from? Uh, I came off the internet. Okay. But that. I'm going to share it on Facebook a, and Instagram. That is a. No, not that one. That was a different one. Yeah. The one he has was from a farmer friend that sent it to him. That has a deer. That has what looks to me what? like a, a like fawn. A small, but small still, fawn. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And its mouth. So they're. I mean, they're. They just go after anything if they're hungry. They're I just. I think that's on his. Um, coyotes, yotes go after his our predator page. Yeah. Predator. Yeah, it's. They're moving more into the suburban areas. Um, my brother used to live in Rutherford area in Harrisburg, and he had two small dogs, and they were in his neighborhood. I mean, he'd go out at Whoa. night to take the dogs out, and he'd hear the coyotes howling, and he lived in a development. So we're doing what we can. We, we enjoy what we do. I tell you, I do it because I enjoy it. I, I get a kick out of it. I have fun. You know, I, there's a lot worse things I could be doing, but it's a hobby to me. I enjoy it. I get to help some farmers out in the meantime, some property owners. Um, and, you know, once in a while I get a farmer that says, hey, you know, my boy would like to come along. Can he come? We take him out with us. That's you know? awesome. We give him a monocular. Yeah. We let yeah. him stand there. If I can get somebody younger interested in what we're doing, that's – you know that that's a big deal to me because the art of 
hunting the the hobby it's it's something that's getting lost in the youth and yeah. it's i mean for me it's fun it's it's a blast and i just like sharing it with other people that's why i invited this guy to start joining me and created a monster in the meantime sounds like it so it's his fault <laughs> you know that's part of the yeah. reason we're doing this is just to <laughs> let people know what we do what we enjoy doing and if we can help some people out we got a an Instagram that we started, 717 Predator Control. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook. It's just Predator Control for whatever reason. Facebook didn't let me add numbers to our name, but really, yeah. So we're just Predator Control on Facebook. Um, it's weird. You can you can look us up personally. You know, Mike Sephor is on Facebook. Lucas Stoner's on Facebook. You can find us there. Um, if if you know somebody or you got a property, you got some problems, we'll come out. We're safe hunters. We we're suppressed. We're quiet. Um, oh, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We both went through the whole ATF deal and got our suppressors. Um, so we're we're quiet at night, and uh, we're as discreet. Quiet as can be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we do it as safely as possible. We we're not going to take that unethical shot. If there's not a background, you know, and we're hunting in we're hunting in pastures with with cows with horses. Oh, you know, yeah. it's. People, you know, the farmers, the livestock owners, they don't want those predators in there, especially in another month and a half. We're going to have the cows are going to start calving. I got breeding season. I got for the animal, for the predators, for the predators. They'll start breeding here in January. The the cows are going to start dropping their calves here in January and February. And that's, that's like ringing the dinner bell for the coyotes. So I have a, I have a couple of. Uh, beef farmers that look for me to come down January, February and get rid of the coyotes because their their cows are going to start dropping calves and they they don't want them around. So we, we do what we can. We enjoy what we do. So if uh, this reaches somebody that needs some help, just reach out to us and we'll get to you. You can find us on uh, Facebook, anywhere. Like it, like Lucas said, mostly um, I mean, he started the Predator Control page. Like I said, between either Mike Sephora, Lucas Stoner, um, I'm sure if you got a hold of Austin Sullivan, he'd point you in the right direction Damn right as I well. will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> for sure, guys, for sure. And one last we'll time. We'll get him out one time and Dude, look I would out. love to. Oh, oh I would love to. Just to be out there and experience. Now, don't put me on one of the 13-hour hunts, but, like, <laughs> no, I'll, come, no, no, no. I'll come out for three hours Just and – Dress warm. I was going to say, all right, I'll wear some flannel and long sleeve and gloves, hat, all that good stuff. All black, so I, you know, blend in. I'm a pretty big guy. If I'm wearing a white sweatshirt, they'll be like, what the hell is that thing over there? They're not going to come in, you know. Um, but real quick, I want to shout out, um, Lucas, can you shout out uh, the Fox Pro? And then, Mikey, when he's done shouting out, can you play some sounds off of off the collar? Yeah, just real quick for the listeners. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we're Fox Pro guys. We both love our Fox Pros. Um I've had I'm on my third one now and not not because they not because they gave me problems just because I stepped up over the years but uh, Fox Pro is a great company it's Pennsylvania owned and run family owned business can't say enough for them guys they've always treated me real good so Fox Pro everybody's got their own their own deal but I like supporting small business and uh Fox Pro is not necessarily a small business, but they are Pennsylvania owned, and they started small. And I, yeah, you know, just to give you a little background, please, yeah. The the original guy that started Fox Pro, he, you know, I listened to Fox Pro's podcast, and I listened to one 
a couple of months ago, and it really opened my eyes. So the guy that started Fox Pro, he liked predator hunting, and you know he was the same deal. Johnny Stewart was the call back in the day, the, the yeah. tape caller. It was the only call. Well, he saw a need to be able to set his call out and run it off a remote. And, you know, the very first call was developed off of a, you remember the old handle flashlights back in the day that had the handle and they had, you know, you had the flashlight underneath. I can picture. Took the 4C or D batteries. (laughs) Right, right. That's what he built the first call off of. Wow. He took one of those flashlights apart. Took the flashlight out of the end, you know, the bulb and everything out of the end of it, stuck a speaker in it, and recorded a sound into it. And the first, the very first calls that he developed were in a flashlight housing. And that's how he started his business. And from there, it's gone to what it is today. What they offer is um, you can get into something from, you know, 200 bucks up to 700 bucks, whatever you're, you're looking to spend. But now they're remote controlled and where they've gone from there is amazing but you know the the need that the the market was asking for at the time he worked out of his garage of his house and i just think that's it's a cool story it's cool that it started here in pennsylvania and i'm i'm proud to support a business like that so they nailed it they yeah. have nailed it. Yeah, Fox Pro, maybe a, uh, maybe a sponsorship in the future. Maybe get these guys hooked up. But no, seriously, it sounds like a great product. And you from know, what some, I've seen, something like yeah. that would happen. You know, I'd be happy with a um, updated X twenty four. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. I'll but, tag them. But I'll the, tag them. The thing about it is, out. the X twenty four. It's it's one of their latest and greatest. They have some other. They look like boom boxes. Okay, but I'm gonna tell you, if you look across the guys that are hunting them. You know, for a living, they're using an X24. They are. So we're using the C20. I have the CS24, which yeah. is an older version, but, but it's basically it, it's, the same thing. Yeah. It'll hold, they'll take on the same sounds. They have evolved at the right time in the right frame. How's that? You That's know, perfect, they just, right? they, they, they have brought it. Yeah. And, um, and it's real. Just, it's real sound. It's know, real animal noise. Yeah. You know, play you know, song. Play song for I, us. I'll play, I'm going to play um, MFK. It's a wee rabbit. Okay. You know, right. and a, a lot of animals have. I don't know if you can hear that well. Turn, turn it up just a little bit. Okay. There you go. If you, you bump up here to a caught rabbit. Wow. You know, and you go from a sound like that, you go to a sound like this, and now you got you got that animal that was, you know, a wee rabbit maybe in distress, and now it's 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 caught. This. Now what's that? That's a coyote killing a rabbit. Killing a rabbit. Wow. And these sounds that they have are all real, real in the wild. Like oh, yeah. yeah, no artificial stuff. Wow. No, here's here's one similar. Okay. This is this is called table scraps. Table scraps because uh-huh. they're fighting over. Uh-huh. Wow. And that brings them in. That draws their attention. Yeah. I have a, a rabbit decoy. You know, okay. It, it spins. All it does it it just does this number. But it's there's movement there. The sound. That gets them even more. That gets yeah. them even more interested. Wow. Shout out to Fox Pro. I mean, if you're if you're hunting or shooting any kind of predators. And you're not using this device from Fox Pro. I feel like you're missing out. You're definitely at a disadvantage. I do have Lucky Duck on, but 
And they gave me a shirt. I bought, you know, I bought something. In fact, my my uh, rabbit decoy is a Lucky Duck. Okay. So I got, that's how I got the shirt. We can shout out Lucky so, Duck too. I mean, no one's sponsoring anything yet, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. You, but we want to keep it you, local. You, you, Are they both local? Or no, that's not local. No. Oh, uh, we got to support local. Lucky Duck out of? I'm not sure what state. They're, oh, wow. they're definitely Illinois, United States, Iowa. but right. they're in the United States. Yeah. Yes, they are. Well, they're American not American owned company. Yeah. Well, there we so, go. The thermals, the e collars, you know, they're yeah. game changers. We used to, you know, you, know, you got a. That's just a little squeaker thing you yeah, squeeze you with your a, fingers. You yeah. know, I got. That's similar to this. Yeah. Oh, you exactly. Know, just, yeah, yeah. Just a, you know. Except, except <laughs> the, uh, the water's kicking in. That sounds better. Like that call sounds like much that. better than yes than what you're doing there with the the hand call. We I will use I will mix in mouth calls once in a while, but you know when you're using mouth calls, it's it's taking your attention off of the gun. So if you got something coming in, yeah, and you're trying to run a mouth call, the the electronic calls have changed the game because you can hit the button on your on your remote drop it down and you're back on your gun and you're watching what's going on but you know 20 years ago the guys that started killing coyotes were using mouth calls that's what they were using and you can do it that way the problem with the electronic calls is everybody can do it so you know you could have 20 other guys within your 50 mile radius that are using electronic calls and if they're not set up right or not they might be educating stuff that's why we have so many different calls on our on our remotes because you know that's why we pay to get extra stuff added to our calls because if you have a little bit different sound it might draw something out that wouldn't come out normally i'm not going to knock anybody else that i see out doing it because it's fun we enjoy doing it freaking right we're all having a good time we're all after the same thing to have fun and to get rid of some predators. You pick up little tricks and tips the more you do it. So I don't know if you necessarily yeah. get better. I think you get you educate yourself to finally trying new things. Because if you don't, if you don't step outside the box, it's going to be just same old, same old. You know, we could go out and we could go X amount of a fox. You know, with one call every year, we're going to be doing a lot of different farms. And to go back to a a new farm or an old farm and to, you know, to establish, like I said, we killed one and a half. So, and, you know, <laughs> oh, we had another opportunity. And we're yeah. going to have some opportunities at that, at that place. Yeah. You know, and we're going to have other opportunities now that we know... I think you expand yourself every time you step into the field. There you is go. what I'm getting at. Yeah. And if you don't, man, you're probably you're you're probably not paying attention. I'm paying attention because you know, yes, we do hunt together. Yes, we thrive off each other. Yeah. However, I'm always challenging him, and he's challenging me, whether he knows it or not. He is. You know, whether it's a you know a little hmm, nice shot. Because I just splashed one, and I'm watching it run away in my scope. Or, hey, what'd you call there? You know, what'd you use? Yeah. You know, and we're getting better. 
I was going to say, you make yourselves better, right? You know, iron sharpens and, iron. That's the saying. You yeah. know, and that's, and I think that's where we're at, you know, and next week it might just say, it might fizzle. You know, yeah. we got two weeks with deer season coming up that he has to remind me every year that we can't hunt at night during deer season. And why is that? I just, I'm it's not just a, the game commission laws. You can't, you can't uh, predator hunt at night. Okay. And it's basically to curb anybody that be out there predator hunting, see a deer in, in their see. thermal and try to, you know. Can't help but take that shot. Right. Yeah. We have seen so many buck endo. Deer are not bothered by calls. No. I lie. Sometimes we, we, go we can into sneak a place. into a field and we walk out there and we walk within 60 yards of a, of a bunch of deer out there eating and they, they could care less. They're like, whatever. We play some calls. They don't seem to mind it. We play some coyote sounds, and then they might perk up a little bit. They trot away. <laughs> They're like, hey, but now. They, but, but yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah. They don't sprint, and we've seen some nice buck, too. And especially, you know, if they're in velvet, you know, because they got blood in them. Anything that has blood in it, yeah. we can see it. If the rack has, you know, they're in velvet, yeah. it's going to obviously have blood through it. We're going to see it. So we might see some dandies. We're not poachers. We're hunters. To that season. I pride myself on that. And again, we could be doing a lot worse things. However, we're not poachers. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we're following the law of the land. You gotta. And that's that. If we can drag somebody with us at some point, so be it. Austin, you're always welcome. I'm down. All right. we're. I'm getting out there. <laughs> you're going to see it on Facebook and Instagram. I'm serious. I'd, I'd love to. I would. I don't know anything about hunting, so I don't know if I'd... Uh, you know, but I'd love to just watch. Those you are the guys. best kind. I'd love to just watch you guys work. Yeah. No. Hey, you know what the best thing is? We should you get know, something on the schedule. I'm serious. Well, um, oh. so am I. All right. You know, when I was when I was in the service, the best shooters yeah. were the people that never touched a weapon before. Well, I only shot a handgun nine twenty two. I don't count. I was gonna say right. I never shot a <laughs> rifle. So yeah, right. Okay, it doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> right. No, yeah. But it, and it and it holds true. You know, you get down because. When I went in, yeah, okay, what can you teach me? You know, I've been shooting weapons my whole life. Well, yeah. guess what? Those people that never touched a weapon before, they paid attention because they knew nothing. Yeah. And yeah. I thought I knew everything. It's, it's, easier, it's always easier to teach somebody that's brand new <laughs> rather than somebody that thinks they know what. That holds true. They think they know it all. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it holds true. I still shot well, but not as good as some of the people that never, ever touched a weapon. That's kind of crazy, huh? So, huh. So, yeah, I, a couple of years ago, uh, bring me, it. me and I'm my down, cousin, let's go. Uh, we went out to a new farm that I had picked up. And the lady that owned the farm, she said, hey, I don't I don't mind if you come out and fox hunt, but I got, I got some kids that are keeping some livestock here. Would you mind if they joined you? Because they're really into hunting. And I said, oh, sure, you know. It was local people. I actually knew the kids. I said, yep, tell them to be there a certain time. They met us there. Me and my cousin went out that night, and we called in a fox and killed it. And they were sitting right there with us when it happened. And yeah. those those kids, I mean, they loved it. They ate every second of they that. lit up. Yeah, yeah, they're excited. I just love sharing that stuff with kids. So That's awesome. if I can get kids into <laughs> yeah. this, new people... It doesn't have to be kids. New people into this, I yeah. I don't mind it. 
I definitely, I'd, I'd love to tag along. Yeah. Warning. It's addictive. I believe it. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm just thinking like this could be a new <laughs> hobby for me. I mean, I mean, let, I'll let the pros handle it, but I'd like to ride along and just see what it's like. And, uh, that'd be really cool. I mean, just to look down the scope. I mean, I can't believe that thing records video. That, that still blows my mind. It better record something. <laughs> well, I guess for what it costs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it better do something. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, yeah, before we close out, guys, is there anything else, you know, you'd like the listeners to know? Because I feel like we could go till 1 o'clock in the morning we talking could. about this. We could. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm down. I live right next door. I'll just stumble home. But I don't know if there's enough water. Oh, yeah. We're definitely we're definitely doing a number on the water for sure. And uh, real quick, I want to shout out um, Adam Steck from Drums Etc. down in Lancaster. I am using uh, his coffee mug. He was on episode uh, 52, and he gave me this uh, coffee mug. He has a podcast, Drum Key. So I'm drinking my water. For the water. For the water. I, I did listen to that episode, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you listening. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. No, it means a lot, and uh, it's growing. I'm having a good time doing the American Grown Podcast, and uh, it just gives a platform for, you know, people here in Lebanon County to share their stories in throughout PA, but is there anything else, like, you'd like listeners to know? Any other stories? We shouted out Fox Pro a lot, so I'm going to be tagging them in the podcast. Maybe I could, keep, I could keep on going with the stories. We love what, what we do. Most definitely. Yeah, I can tell. We pick just... up a couple farms every year. We add it to our, our book. I'm keeping a book now, so. You know, it's challenging. We accept the challenge. If you or anybody else that's listening, you want us to come check out your area, mostly during the day. We like checking the area out during the day, get the lay of the land, and um, see if we can come in and help you. If we can do that, I'm in. I know my partner's in. Yeah, we do everything by the books. I mean, we're we're safe, legal hunters, so... We're quiet, we're discreet, we're suppressed. It ain't cheap, but it is what it is, and we like what we do. There you go. How's that? That's perfect. <laughs> Mike Safor and Lucas Stoner, Marksman at 717 Predator Control on the American Rome Podcast in the Color Tech Creative Solutions Studios. Thank you both for joining me. Dude, that sounds so professional. Oh, thanks, Mike. Marksman 717. Doesn't it? Well, I figure, you know, <laughs> got to put something on there. Hey, do you have any left to cheers? Uh, I'll get a little bit. You don't? All right, we'll pretend you do. I just can't hit it. Thank you guys for coming in. To see photos of today's guests and more content, just search American Grown Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to be a featured guest on the podcast, please direct message or email Austin at americangrownpod at gmail.com.